0: Welcome to the Backyard Astronomer Podcast, where we talk astronomy, space, and science. From the Rockstar Studios, and brought to you by the Rockstar Group and Manzanita Insurance, I am Adam England, the Backyard Astronomer. Imagine holding a full, unopened can of soda. The thin aluminum barrier separating you from the liquid within can flex slightly if you push on it, but it is relatively strong, enough so to hold in that pressure. We can demonstrate this pressure difference by giving the can a shake and then opening the can, at which point a spray of carbonated sugar water shoots from the new opening until the outside pressure and inside pressure have balanced. The outside pressure of our regular atmosphere is usually referred to as one standard atmosphere, or about 14.7 pounds per square inch, PSI, at sea level. The pressure in the can of soda, depending on the temperature and other variables, could easily be two to three times that. This difference in pressure is what makes the soda shoot out of the can, or what makes your ears pop as you dive to the bottom of a pool, lake, or the ocean, where the equivalent three atmospheres is about 30 meters, or 100 feet deep. And the deeper you go, the stronger the pressure. At the deepest levels of the Mariana Trench in the Pacific Ocean, pressure can be more than 16,000 psi, or 1,070 atmospheres. But what if we go up instead of down? At 20,000 meters or about 12 and a half miles altitude, the air pressure is just 1 20th of an atmosphere. This is because the air and moisture held close to our planet's surface by gravity prevents our atmosphere from drifting away into space, but weakens and thins over just a few miles. By the time we reach the orbit of the International Space Station at about 227 miles or 420 kilometers, there is essentially zero atmospheric pressure. And while this provides benefits in orbital mechanics due to negligible atmospheric drag, it prevents a whole other slew of problems in keeping humans alive in space. Spacecraft, like the International Space Station, are carefully regulated and monitored to maintain an air pressure like that of Earth at 14.7 psi. As spacecraft deliver humans and supplies, they must have the same air pressure as the docking station, or the event of opening the hatch between craft could create an event similar to the shaken soda can with disastrous consequences. With the pressure straining, docking mechanisms, and potentially pushing the objects apart. The same care must be taken when an astronaut performs an EVA, or extravehicular activity, also known as a spacewalk. Their suit acts as a self-contained spacecraft that must also balance pressure to maintain life support systems and not damage the suit, the station, or any other object they may be working on. Docking and EVAs aren't the only time that atmospheric pressure is of concern, though. Micrometeoroids the size of grains of sand can and do collide with spacecraft. NASA estimates that a paint fleck hitting the International Space Station would be the comparable to a 550-pound object traveling at 60 miles per hour on Earth, and something just a few inches across could be equivalent to a 7-kilogram blast of TNT. And on August 30th, 2018... This scenario unfolded on the ISS. A 2 millimeter hole was discovered on a Soyuz capsule that had delivered astronauts to the ISS two months prior, and sensors reported a drop in pressure and an oxygen leak. Luckily, the repairs were able to be made from inside the station, and no additional damage was found. The suspected culprit? The micrometeoroid. Despite the risk, Grave scientists have inhabited this orbiting laboratory continuously since November 2000, moving about 5 miles per second and orbiting the Earth every 90 minutes, or 16 times per day. Covering a total area of nearly a football field, its highly reflective solar panels make it easy to find in the evenings as the sun sets. Amateur astronomers with binoculars can make out its elongated shape as it quickly soars overhead. To find out when it will be passing over you, Visit www.spothestation.nasa.gov slash signup to type in your zip code and receive text alerts giving the time and direction of local sighting opportunities. You don't have to be a professional astronomer or have fancy equipment to see amazing objects in the night sky. You just have to know where to look. Join us next month to learn more about your binoculars, telescope in the sky, and follow the Northern Arizona Astronomical Consortium at facebook.com NEZastro. From the Rockstar Studios in Prescott, Arizona, I'm Adam England, the Backyard Astronomer.